Thank you for joining me, Katie Feeney, for my Sing My Soul podcast, a time to connect to your soul and hear the song that's within you. On Tuesdays, I tell stories from my memoir, Three Fingers Cove. Actually, the Three Fingers Cove project began with just the first few chapters, with the idea of creating a children's book. Then, as I developed it and continued to follow the stories of my life, it evolved into a memoir. My hope is that by accompanying me on the journey through these stories, you'll find your own moments and know that grace accompanies you too. Today's chapter is called The Gift. I always loved music. I took piano lessons from Mrs. Marks down the street, guitar lessons from Wendy Redding across the street, and my mother told me that even when I was little, I would correct her when she sang with the radio. So in eighth grade, I started to take piano lessons again from Mrs. Scott, my junior high music teacher. Although I requested choir and music theory for my freshman year in high school, when I got my schedule, neither class was listed. In the first couple of days of school, through conversations with friends, I found out when choir and music theory took place and I presented my guidance counselor with a workaround to fit them into my schedule. He said, wow, you did my job for me. And the next day, I started the new schedule. I didn't know then that I had just set the course for my whole life. At the beginning of the year, Mr. Torek always tested the voices of the choir members to be sure they were placed in the right section. The night before, I was nervous. I wanted to stay in the soprano section, but I could only reach high, high C, and I wasn't sure whether that was high enough. I could also sing to the C below middle C, and I knew the altos sang in that range. The next day, I was called into the practice room with Mr. T and a couple of the senior section leaders. From their reactions, I realized that I had a nice voice and an unusually wide range. One of the seniors, Bobby Radcliffe, took voice lessons from Mrs. Scott, and she encouraged me to study classical voice. So I spoke to Mrs. Scott and started right away. Another ordinary moment that had life-altering consequences. I was so nervous. It was the first time I had ever sung solo in public. It was after communion one Sunday morning, and Father Terry played the organ while I sang a song I'd been working on with Mrs. Scott. I want Jesus to walk with me, an African-American spiritual, which you can hear at podcast episode 29. There was silence when it was over, which is good in church. A couple of minutes later, Father DePaul stood and said, let us pray as the Mass goes on. Later, Mrs. Weber said that when Father DePaul said, let us pray, It was redundant because she felt everyone was praying so intensely through the song. 
I liked that. The song had been a prayer. It was also a way I knew the praise of everyone was genuine. It was such a unique and spontaneous way of conveying her thoughts. That connection of song and prayer and praise really resonated with me. A few months later, I played my guitar and sang the song, The Baker Woman, after communion. It was a different experience, and more than a few things went wrong that day. I forgot my capo, so the song was in the wrong key. I couldn't get my contacts in that morning, and I was too vain to wear my glasses. I got the verses mixed up, but since I couldn't see the music, I had to stop and lean closer to read the words. Afterward, Mrs. Weber said, Well, there's always next time. She was very honest. The positive part of that experience was that I could always look to that experience and say, if I can survive that, I can survive anything. And it made me less nervous when I performed in public in those early days. There are moments in life you store away for a rainy day and revisit them when you need them. I cherish one musical memory during Friday night prayer meetings. There were over 300 people coming each week, and as part of the music ministry, it was a lot of fun to lead everyone in songs of praise. There was one song, I've Been Redeemed, that was echo style. I sang a line and everyone repeated it. It's hard to describe how that felt, but singing and clapping and praying all together was definitely a taste of heaven. King David speaks about this experience in Psalm 42 when he remembers how he would lead the singing throngs into the temple of Jerusalem. It's a great gift of God to have that moment in my memory banks to play back when I need it. I played the trumpet in the marching band and the French horn in concert band. In marching band, there was one badge of dishonor that everyone got eventually, the goon squad. After a game and halftime performance, Mr. T would pick out one squad that stood out above the rest in terms of messing up in formation or in the music. One Saturday, my squad marched in the opposite and wrong direction of the rest of the band. Then we had to run back and catch up. Humiliating. But Mr. T was a great guy, and we knew he loved us anyway. It made us want to work harder not to be the goon squad again. We were a bunch of geeks in the marching band, but we had a blast on the bus and in the stands at the games. For example, someone would invariably lead the cheer, Give me a silent! Everyone would scream, Silent! Give me a cheer, cheer, give me a silent cheer, louder. One time we were in the stands and we gave Mr. T, a gifted trumpeter, a trumpet and convinced him to play hot time with us. Somebody said, let's do it double time. Then someone else yelled, triple time. The drummers gave us the count off triple time and we got through it 
barely, and laughed hysterically. Maybe you had to be there. But it's another of those moments I love to revisit on darker days. The first Broadway show I went to was Pippin. I sat in the last row of the last mezzanine. Literally, the wall of the theater was at my back. The music started, and Ben Vereen popped out from the side of the stage, looked up, and started singing, Join us, leave your field to flower. It was like he was singing right to me, personally. As a singer, that performance is the measure I use. That lesson in communication, the one that has been most valuable in my life. We want to live our lives for you, Lord, and give you Thank you for joining me for this episode of my Sing My Soul podcast. Check out my website at katiefeeney.com for links to my albums that stream for free at SoundCloud, my meditation app in the Apple Store, and my Patreon page, the way you can help support the podcast. God bless you and your families.